If you're going from month to month, realizing that you're not making any real progress on your business goals, there's a simple planning routine that can help you get unstuck. It's called a CEO day. A CEO day is one day that I set aside each month to step outside of the day-to-day of my business, reflect on what's really going on, and create a strategic plan to move my business forward one month at a time. This is always one of the best days of my month. As a service provider, it's so easy to get caught up in the day-to-day and lose sight of the big picture goals you have for your business. Having a CEO day to me feels like coming up for a breath of fresh air, and I made a free guide that will give you a step-by-step plan for how to structure your next CEO day so you can get that same fresh start feeling in your business. You can grab the Build Your Own CEO Day checklist at www.jadeboyd.co backslash CEO day, or grab the link in the show notes. That's www.jadeboyd.co backslash CEO day. Now back to the show. If you don't cover the first two steps first, if you don't have clarity on what your goal is and what you're trying to accomplish, and if you have no clear strategy for how to accomplish it, you're still trying to do all the things and scattering your efforts in a million different directions, it's going to be really hard for you to actually create systems and workflows that get you results. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder, in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business strategist and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. So this episode is one of those episodes that's been a long time coming. And as you already know, if you've been listening to this podcast, productivity is such a multi-dimensional thing. There's so many skills, different types of strategies and systems that you could build or try to increase your productivity as a business owner. And that in itself can feel really overwhelming if you're already in this place of having too much to do and not enough time to do it. And if I'm being honest with you, this is something that this episode in this framework, this is something that I've struggled with knowing how to package and communicate for a long time. I cannot tell you how many times I've sat down with a stack of post-it notes and a pen and tried to brain dump everything that I know about productivity for business owners into a system or some type of framework that would actually be helpful for another person to pick up and learn. And I've also struggled with knowing how to package it. Like, should it be a signature digital course or 10 different mini courses or a VIP day or a coaching program? And the answer I've kind of landed on has become all of the above because the format that's helpful for you won't be the format that's helpful for somebody else. Everyone learns differently, but the framework stays the same. Earlier this year, I finally got clarity on this simple five-step framework and everything clicked. And it really does include the important tools, skills, resources that every entrepreneur needs to be successful when it comes to building a productive business. And it's so funny looking back because the first quote-unquote productivity VIP day I did for a business owner was in like fall 2021. And I was still doing brand photography full-time at that point. And a couple of photography clients were struggling with strategy and systems and asked me for help. So I actually put together two of those VIP days that fall. 
And what's really funny is that looking back, I went through the very same five-step process with them that I'm going to talk about today. It was obviously more pared down and less refined than what I'm sharing with you today. But the bones of the process I took them through was pretty much the same. These are the same five steps that I also go through with each and every one of my clients, no matter the format. Sometimes we spend a lot of time on each step and sometimes we only have a couple minutes to spend on each step, but we hit every step because these steps are truly essential to unlocking your highest levels of productivity and finally being able to make more money while working less. You need every component. And in order to earn more while working less, you have to have both strategy and systems. You have to have a clear strategy for earning consistent revenue without hustling 24-7 if you want to show up for all of the things that are most important in your life inside and outside of your business. I truly believe that. And that's why I call this framework the Business Minimalist Framework. It helps you to minimize the time and money you're invested in your business while also maximizing the results and the return that you're getting on that investment, which is the goal here. So I could truly spend 100 plus hours talking your ears off about this framework and the science behind it and all the different tools and strategies that you could try in each of these steps and more. But today, I want to give you a brief overview of what each of these five steps are and why they're important. And again, I go through each of these steps with all of my coaching clients in the Business Edit Coaching Program specifically, which is now open for applications for fall 2023. It's the last time I'm opening the one-on-one coaching program this year. So if you're listening to this episode and thinking that's a lot and I need someone to help me learn how to adapt that framework and actually implement it in my business head to the show notes and click on the application link to learn more about the program today. Applications are open August 18th and you can schedule your one-on-one strategy session where we kick off and actually complete steps one and two in this framework together before we even dive into coaching. The program officially starts September 1st where you get one-on-one access through voice messaging and email access and text access just in time for you to settle into your fall routine. So if you're feeling stuck and overwhelmed in your business right now and you're losing momentum being that we're halfway through the year, don't give up on your 2023 goals yet. I want you to imagine how it could feel at the end of 2023 to go through this entire five-step process and completely change the way that you're operating your business and living your life. If you've been listening to this podcast and dreaming of becoming a business minimalist, then submit the application today. And I'd love to meet you and learn more about your business. So, okay, let's get started. Here are the five steps, starting with step number one. Step number one is clarity. Productivity starts with clarity. And when you don't have any clarity on what you're trying to accomplish, it will kill your productivity. Our American culture just loves to group things into two categories, productive or unproductive. So watching TV is typically grouped into the unproductive category. Doing laundry equals productive. Scrolling social media, unproductive. Recording a podcast, productive. But we forget that what we label productive or unproductive is completely dependent on what our goal is and what we're trying to accomplish. If my goal is to take on the role of interior designer for my entire house, which it is, by the way, we're still renovating, then watching the Magnolia Network on Saturday morning to learn from the best of the best interior designers, it's productive. Watching TV can, in some ways, be productive if it's related to what you're trying to accomplish. If my goal is to get eight hours of sleep so I can wake up rested for a client's strategy session then folding laundry at 9 p.m. for me is highly unproductive. It's not helping me accomplish my goals. So what we label productive and unproductive is just highly contextual. It 
depends on so many different things. And if you don't have clarity on what you're trying to accomplish, then what is productive or not productive becomes really fuzzy and hard to decide. So to sum that up, what's productive is based on your goals, having clarity on what you want to achieve, and what you've decided is your priority. So lack of clarity will kill that productivity right from the start. A lot of clients who come to me, they come to me because they lack clarity on what they should be doing next and how to set priorities in their business and how to understand which projects they should or shouldn't take on and how to make better decisions based on what their goals are. And that happens for a lot of different reasons. But the business owners who have clarity on at least what their next right step should be are more productive than the business owners who sit in that indecision and sit in that lack of clarity for extended periods of time, sometimes years. So you don't need to know the next 10 steps and have complete clarity and your perfect 10-year vision board set out before you get clarity on what your next steps are. But you better be clear on what that next step is if you want to have a productive week or if you want to have a productive day and you want to have a productive business that moves forward one step at a time, even in messy seasons. So step number one, it all starts with clarity and deciding what you want. Step number two is to edit. This is the business minimalist framework. My program is called the business edit. Editing is an important part of being a minimalist business owner. Once you know what's important to you, what your goals are, what your priority is, it's time to edit out everything that distracts you from your goals, from your priorities. And as business owners, we do this by choosing our strategy for reaching our goals, what we're going to focus on, what we'll do day by day. And by default, what we also will not do day by day, week by week. So for my coaching clients, I go through an exercise called the business minimalist strategy to help them create this roadmap to reach their goals with a simple strategy. And if we're thinking about this as a roadmap, your goals are the destination and your strategy is the way in which you'll get there. So if we're thinking of an actual physical map, the way in which you get there might be by bus or by plane or by car, or you might walk. And I don't know about you, but I really do not believe that there is any quote unquote right strategy for building a successful business, but there is a right strategy for you and for your business and for your goals. So edit out the fat and the distractions that are keeping you from actually focusing on those most highly productive tasks in your business. So the business minimalist framework that I go through, it has five different components that I help my clients clarify. And we do really decide not just from a goals perspective, but from a strategy perspective, what's important to focus on and what are you not going to waste time on. So step two, edit out what is not important to you. And for businesses, that's really helpful to have a clear strategy that shows what to focus on and what not to focus on. Step number three is to organize. So think about this organizing step in terms of setting up systems, having workflows, having effective task management, like every task has a place, every file has a place in your business. You know where to find things. You feel like your your stuff's together when everything is organized in your business and it's easier for you to operate and it makes it really clear for you to focus on what actually needs to be done. So many business owners who are struggling with productivity, I think, skip to this step and automatically assume that... If they want to be more productive, they have to get organized and get a system. But please do not make that mistake because if you don't 
cover the first two steps first. If you don't have clarity on what your goal is and what you're trying to accomplish, and if you have no clear strategy for how to accomplish it, you're still trying to do all the things and scattering your efforts in a million different directions, it's going to be really hard for you to actually create systems and workflows that get you results. So these steps are listed in order. So if you're like, hey, I'm struggling with productivity, make sure you cover the first two steps first before you try to jump into setting up a crazy task management system and creating workflows for the 100 different offers that you have in your business right now. So clarity, edit, and then organize. And there's four big pieces. There are so many different things that you can organize in your business. But four big pieces that I like to think of are, first of all, task management. I use ClickUp as my project and task manager and my course, Organize Your Business, teaches my exact template and framework and takes you behind the scenes on how I do everything in my business in terms of task management within ClickUp. The second one is file management. So all of your files, if you're a creative, like an interior designer or a photographer or a graphic designer who is creating files for clients left and right, like hundreds of files for each client, this can quickly become a burden, not only for you and the time that it takes you to find things, but also a liability for client work and making sure that all of those files are protected in the future if anything were to happen and those files were to be lost. That's a huge liability. So saving yourself time and energy, but also setting yourself up for success and protecting yourself from like the worst case scenarios that might happen. So second one is file management. The third one is email management. I don't think I have to dive into this. Email is a huge part of running a business in the age that we live in, and it can become a huge burden if it's not organized and systemized. And the fourth piece, arguably one of the most important pieces and one that you should always start with is financial management. If you have no idea where your finances are at or if you should be paying sales tax or when that's due or how to keep track of it, I would definitely start with organizing your finances. So there's, like I said, many, many, many different things that you could organize in your business, but those are four of the top ones that I like to think about and check the boxes on in this category, step number three. So... Once you're organized, we will move on to step number four, which is to execute. So if you have perfect clarity on your goals, if you have a killer business strategy and and you're perfectly organized, but you don't execute, you're not going to accomplish anything and you will not achieve your goals. And so I was actually reading this morning, I'm reading Peter Drucker's book called Managing Oneself. And there was a quote in there that explains this principle really well. The quote says, a planner may find that his beautiful plans fail because he does not follow through on them. Like so many brilliant people, he believes that ideas move mountains, but bulldozers move mountains. Ideas show you where the bulldozers should go to work. You may have also heard the quote, a good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed later. So I really can't underemphasize the importance of getting things done and showing up consistently and doing the work. Even if some days it feels like it doesn't make a huge difference, those small acts and actions that you do day in and day out in your business will add up over time. And the business owner who is executing consistently and showing up each day is going to outperform many other more talented business owners hands down. The business owner who executes quickly is the one that I would put my money on. And there's many different factors, again, on strategies and systems and tips for executing well. The three things that I like to focus on when it comes to executing, 
first one, the really big one is time management. Understanding where your time is going and understanding how you can best invest your limited time, the most limited resource we have to achieve your goals. The second one is energy management. So just a couple weeks ago, I was sick for about a week and I had all of the time in the world, but absolutely no energy to do anything. So I can't execute in that state. And as women, many of us have these fluctuations in energy every single month. And we have to know how to manage that energy if we want to unlock our highest levels of productivity and execute consistently in our businesses. And we're going to have an episode on that coming up, which I'm super excited to share with you. And then the third area in execution is managing your focus. And focus is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. I think meditating is a really great concrete example of this. If you've ever tried to meditate the first time you try it, it's impossible to focus. Your mind goes in a million different directions. But with practice, so I hear, it gets easier over time. I haven't broken through that barrier yet. It's still on one of my habits that I would like to start pursuing someday. But what I've heard from people who are really practiced at meditating is that it gets easier to slip into that habit. And there are so many strategies that you can use to build your ability to focus. Meditating is definitely one of them. But taking advantage of the times of days when you naturally have your best focus is a really simple strategy that you could start with today. We are breezing through these. I'm really proud of myself, actually, for not getting into the weeds because it is really hard for me to keep this surface level. But last step, we're here already, is to maintain. So you've clarified what you want. You have a clear strategy and edited out everything that's not important. You're perfectly organized. You're executing like a boss. And now you have to figure out how to maintain this. So the fifth and last step is to maintain. And this step is all about setting up checks and balances to make sure that you can actually maintain your productivity levels for the long haul without burning out. And again, there are so many strategies and recommendations that I have for maintaining productivity levels. But the one that I'll mention here as an example is a weekly review. And I have an episode about this. One of the very first episodes I did, it's called The One Routine That Keeps Me Productive. And that's all about a weekly review process. A productive week is a productive life, a productive business. And I can't overstate the value and importance of checking in with yourself at least once a week to see how you're doing, how your business is doing, to step back and see the way that you're spending your time, the results that you're getting, and overall how you're feeling at the end of each week and making the adjustments that you need to consistently stay productive and maintain your progress for the long haul. And you may have heard these stats. I feel like everybody mentions these statistics because they are kind of shocking. But the Bureau of Labor Statistics published this study that talks about how many new businesses fail. And it's not pretty. (laughs) Uh, The stats say that about 20% of new businesses fail during the first two years, 45% over the first five years, and 65% will fail during the first 10 years. Only 25% of new businesses we'll make it to year 15. And I don't know about you, but I kind of want to make it to year 15. This is something I'm in for the long haul. So a productive business is also a profitable business. And knowing how to maintain your progress over time isn't something that comes by default. It's something that comes with regularly checking in and making sure that you're adjusting as the times are changing, as your season is changing. So to wrap this up, Again, this is the exact framework that I use for my one-on-one coaching program. We go through every step of this process to audit your business and create a step-by-step plan to improve your business productivity 
We kick off with that four-hour strategy session. We meet together once a month for a one-hour call to dive deeper into the projects that you're working on. You get free access to any of my workflows, templates, courses that I create. And you also get unlimited Voxer access, which is a voice messaging app and email access for any project reviews for the entire time we're working together. I'm opening applications for one-on-one coaching one last time this year, and they're open now. So the program officially starts on September 1st. So get your applications in as soon as possible. I have five spots left for this fall and we'll kick off right after back to school season is over. So you'll be in your fall routine and it runs all the way to the end of the year. So I know there are a lot of business owners listening to this right now who have pretty much (laughs) given up on their goals by this point and are feeling like the summer scaries, I like to call them because schedules are just hectic. But it's only in July, guys. Don't give up now. You have so much time. Truly, you have so much time left this year. And so invest that time and energy well. Make the next six months matter. And if you need a little bit of encouragement and accountability to take your next steps, definitely submit that coaching application. I meet with each and every applicant to make sure they're a good fit and that they're ready for this program. And if we're a good fit to work together based on what we discuss on your discovery call, we'll start diving in right away. So if you're on the fence, just submit an application anyway, and I'm happy to meet with you and answer any questions that you have. All right, that's it for today. I hope that today's episode left you feeling challenged and encouraged to take the next steps in building a productive business. And until next time, business minimalists, take what you learned today and get 1% better this week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadeboyd.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast.